the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. May his blessing be Solomon. Asan of Archer David, the Prophet and King, may his blessing be Solomon. Love the Lord, all you his sins, for the Lord seeks for truth. How abundant is the multitude of your goodness, O Lord, which you have laid up for them that fear you.
treats. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves, not having been baptized by Him. The first question the Lord is trying to put in front of our eyes this morning, even in the life of St. John the Baptist, He's asking me, are you rejecting the will of God in your life? Are you making your own design for your own life? Or you are seeking the design of God to be mastering your life at all times? The main issue of those Pharisees and the lawyers, we were rejecting the counsel of God. It seems you are rejecting St. John the Baptist, but the reality we were rejecting the counsel of God. If you remember for a second, if St. John the Baptist said, it is not my business, if Herod wants to marry the wife of his, of his brother while his brother is still alive, it's the duty of the high priest. It's the duty of the scribes and the Pharisees and those who know the scripture more. I am just a, a prophet. But he didn't say so. He believes that he is able to deliver the fullness of the counsel of God, even to the king. St. Ambrose was saying he has the option to keep silent and to keep himself safe. But he rejected this option because he insisted to live for the truth and even to die for the truth. In Ezekiel chapter 33, it tells us something quite, maybe we can hear it or we can see it in the last days as one of the signs of the last days. But I believe in the life of St. John the Baptist, the Lord is telling us something more crucial at the beginning of the new Coptic year. It reads, as, you, as for you, son of man, the children of your people are talking about you beside the walls and the doors of the houses, and they speak to one another, everyone saying to his brother, please, come and hear what the word is that comes from the Lord. All the congregation became preachers. All, every one of them is pushing his brother and his friend and his neighbor, come and hear something coming out from the mouth of the Lord. So they come to you as people do, they sit before you as my people. They are pretending to be God's people, they are my people. And they hear your words, but they do not do them. It becomes like an addiction. I used to read spiritual books or hear sermons or watch sermons, but in the end I am the same person. For with their mouths they show much love, but their hearts pursue their own gain. I have another agenda. I have, I'm pursuing my own personal gain. Indeed, you are to them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. So they saw him as a magnificent man who is writing his own words. He is singing them with a very nice voice and playing them also well on his instrument. For they hear your words, but they do not do them. It was the time of St. John the Baptist. They heard him. Even those lawyers and tax collectors and the Pharisees heard the word. But not all of them were responding the same thing. Some of them had their own, pursuing their own gain. And some others were reflecting on the word and accepting a change from God. And now God is asking you and me, are you a false preacher like those people, pushing people to hear, but no change in your life or in the life of others? <coughs> the same words St. John the Baptist can say it in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 7 to 9. And again, I wish all of us at the end of this liturgy will be able to sing it, to pray for it, that during 
my repentance in the liturgy, God is able to change my tongue to be as such. It says in verse 8, All the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. Nothing. And then he's asking me, what was your discussion just before you come to church or last night or yesterday? What is straight as such, full of righteousness, nothing in them is crooked or perverse or I am used to speak as I want. I am used to speak with double tongued, as we will see now what St. James is telling us. <clears throat> if you go to Mark chapter 6, you will find the story of the testimony of the truth of St. John the Baptist. It says in verse 18, Because John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. This was his testimony for the truth. Therefore Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. Have you seen something as such? This man, Herod, knew that this saint, St. John the Baptist, is a holy man and just, and he is going to protect him. But what about your heart? Is your heart truly in it? It continues and say, And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. He is very joyful to hear from this just and holy man. It says just in a few verses later, verse 22, And when Herodias' daughter herself came in and danced, and pleased Herod and those who sat with him. So he was ready to be pleased with the holy man of God, St. John the Baptist, and was ready to be pleased also with the dance of Herodia. His heart was divided, which means he failed, which means he can't cope at the time of test. Later, in few verses, it says, The king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. It ended up that because of the enjoyment he have heard of what he have heard from St. John the Baptist, he offered him nothing. And even he offered himself nothing out of this pleasant, uh, good talk that he heard from St. John the Baptist. But because of this dance, he was ready to give half of his kingdom. And sadly he gave everything, even to kill the holy man whom pleased him just a few days ago, and here a few verses ago. It says even more than that, because of his dignity above the truth, he felt he has to kill him. It says in verse 26, And the king was exceedingly sorry, yet because of the oath and because of those who sat with him, he was very concerned about what the people are going to say about him. It's very easy to see such perversion in, or double-tongued in our life. But St. John was telling us, it is even to this. Be faithful to this as the book of Revelation says in 1st Timothy and chapter 3 verse 8 and 9 it says likewise this is what we read today likewise deacons must be reverent not double-tongued not given too much wine not greedy for money holding the mystery of the faith with a pure conscience it's a warning the church is not going to stand if anyone you can say but I am not a deacon Diakonia in the New Testament is the work of every believer to serve. Deacon means a servant who is going to serve the whole community, his family and the whole community of God. Not double-tongued. Why? Because it is going to destroy your small family and your big family as well.
in uh, James today we heard verse 1, 25 and 26 and please focus in those words because the, Lord, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal something I think maybe some of us didn't see it before but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty again it doesn't make sense to us law and liberty we feel liberty is against law and law is against liberty but in Christ there is a perfect law of liberty this law or these commandments is for my liberty it's not to constrain my life and continues in it and is not a forgetful, forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does so it's a, a direction to be blessed in what I am going to do if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue again it's his tongue and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart this one's religion is useless you can say it's okay I'm not a religious person or I'm not following religion I'm following Christ this is true but still what the message of the church at the beginning of the new year truth versus double tongue truth versus lies if we just explain more and find in any dictionary the meaning of religion and the meaning of useless some translation said it's vain <coughs> the word religious or religion it means religious worship especially the ceremonial service of religion there is no church there is no uh, history of the church without ceremonial services why? because this is the way the faith was delivered to us so I will make all what I am doing fasting, praying, being in the church whatever I am doing is in vain, why? in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 17 St. Paul says and if Christ be not raised your faith is vain the same word, useless and ye are yet in your sins it is so, to this degree if I am not <coughs> if I am keeping myself away from the truth I am moting myself and even as such my faith is in vain and if Christ be not raised your faith is vain ye are yet in your sins so I am making my religion my worship in vain if I choose to deviate from the truth if I choose to have this double Tongued. And when St. Paul is telling us this fact, he is telling us it is the reality of what we live. Either Christ is raised, it means my tongue was raised with him. As we pray in most of our prayer in the liturgy, to raise us with him. It's not a matter of a dead person only raised, it is a dead mind who is raised, dead heart, dead tongue, everything is raised in Christ. Otherwise, yet, ye are yet in your sins. We are not saying this to make our sin with our tongue to be so big. No, we are thinking of it in the positive side. I am here to repent during the liturgy. I am here to receive a new tongue from Him. I am exchanging my tongue with the tongue of Christ. To be <coughs> testified to the truth to the point of this. As St. John the Baptist did and even as the Lord Himself did. You can say, but I am not this person. I'm telling you, every one of us tried and did it at one point to be double-tongued. For a child to deceive his parents, or for a teenager to, to deceive his parents, or for a husband to deceive his wife, or vice versa. But by all means, 
is telling me and you this morning it's time to pursue not your own the gain of your own heart but to pursue everlasting life so the full exchange of life with Christ in this liturgy Saint Augustine is telling us this to be our prayer in the next few minutes in the liturgy turn us again O Lord God of hosts cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved saved from our double tongue saved from any lie and to pursue the truth and the truth alone may the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever Amen yeah.